The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of classic Purdue t-shirts. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off. martinvintage.com And by AJ's. When you're in West Lafayette, visit AJ's on Vine Street for an excellent selection of beer, burgers, and beefy boilermakers. EatAJ's.com And by Gridiron Metal Works. For outstanding college-themed gifts for the metallurgical fan in your life, check out the grill grates, griddle grates, koozies, and much more from the handsome boys at Gridiron Metal Works. GridironMetalWorks.com When are we going to go live? Oh, it's live, baby. Oh, okay. Welcome to the Boiled Sports Handsome Hour. See, I did it at the beginning this time, instead of 35 minutes. See, we're in practice now. We only did this like three weeks ago. Four weeks ago, three weeks ago. I like looking at the site and looking at the stream, the the feed of Basketball Beats, and it was like, Basketball Beat 81, February of 2021, Basketball Beat 82, February of 2022. It's now, it used to be weekly, now they're annual just yeah. annual podcast. It's a big exactly. deal. It's much bigger. It's yeah. like the state much more of the special. You just exactly. kind of get is, all our notes it, together. And so, similarly, it's in the Constitution. And it went too long. I mean, just like, yeah. just from from time to time, you know, the, the what, <laughs> boiled sports must address the state of Purdue basketball uh, right. union. You know? That's right. And the, the nation is, clamors. The nation is strong. Eh, the needs is, to hear. Needs to hear the from their leadership. The By US, the way, the state of the union is. I think that's it. It's just. It's here. It's there. We're There's here. Union. We're present. I. You know. I thought about. I should have put this out as the assignment to everybody tonight. Uh, <laughs> Robert Gill says, "Pathetic that this is the highlight of my day." Cheers. Um, I don't know. Is that an insult? I think that's an insult. I think it's an insult. He insulted, uh, he insulted us and himself at the same time. And right? everyone else who tuned which is Which is our kind of insult. That's, if we're that's, right. Right. that's, insult. that's right. right. But one of the things I thought about, I should have assigned everybody this, because you know they, they, always, they always respond well to whatever I sign on Twitter for the podcast. I should have come up with uh, what – it used to be defense lives here. <laughs> defense lived here. Lived here. And that's may right. live and may That's live the in easiest. The yeah, my brother said that like in back in November. He said that, and I'm you know you could say defense lived here or just cover it with offense. That's it. But now you can't even really do that. Exactly. It would have been great if they just crossed it out and yes. like like spray painted. Right. And what were they doing during those games when Purdue wasn't stealing the ball ever? They're just like, uh, <laughs> who brought all? What the do they? Numbers? What do they put there? I forget now. For hustle plays or something? It was. I think it was steals. Yeah, he, I think it was steals or like turnovers, turnovers generated or for, something. Yeah, we, exactly. Yeah. And now it's just now it's just no, lives the board here. Doesn't move. Now it's just basketball lives here. Defense moved left, no forwarding address. <laughs> Robert, very good, very good. Two for two. So it's good you start. know what? So what's the state of the union, my friends? Well, Purdue entered the Big Ten tournament as a three seed, uh, beat two inferior teams. And exited the Big Ten tournament as a three seed. Good work all around. Committee tournament. Purdue basketball. Jalen I. Jalen Ivy almost broke his ass two or three times. Good. Good use of time is what I would say that weekend was. So we. I 
think lost getting to play in indie. I mean, it was a really productive. Well, show. so I don't. Th- I think they lost getting to play in indie well before that. I like. I don't think again. Uh, I I think it's every pretty... predictor didn't had everybody who usually gets it right had them still in indie as a two. Yeah, so. but they were wrong. I mean, yeah. like, and so the reason that they were wrong. Let's be clear here. Let's be clear with our. Uh, they were message. three coming in in indie. I think Let's that's be clear with our take home message here. Our take home message is that this is all Duke's fault. You know why this is all Duke's that's fault? A, that's always a safe. Because it's always a safe assumption. A, but B, Duke should not is not a two, which is ridiculous that they are. Right. Duke got bumped or uh, bumped um, Tennessee off of the two line. Tennessee and Kentucky should have both been on that two line. So because Duke bumped Kentucky down, or I mean, sorry, uh, bumped Tennessee down, then Tennessee kind of bumped, you know, the next whatever, um, you know, Purdue out of their favorable matchup because they got the top three seed at that point. Um, and then Purdue got, and Kentucky kind of bumped, got bumped out of their favorable, favorable too, because, you know, Duke. Can you blame it on Auburn down. a bit too? I could. Auburn, I think Auburn was going to get that three anyway. You know, or, they, you know sorry, they really, the, the they really anyway. crapped the bed down the path. The two anyway. They, they, they lost what three of the last five or something. I mean, they were not playing well at all at the end of the season. No, I mean, like, there, and and to be fair, like everybody, we'll touch their bracket. Uh, you know, uh, I assume at some point here, but like everybody <laughs> in the East is like not playing their best basketball. Um, like I don't yeah. like, except for like the low seat, like Murray state is playing their right. best basketball, which is fun. That's cool. Um, I'd like it if they, they upset. Um, I think Kentucky, Kentucky is who it would be. Um, Virginia tech is playing their best basketball. That's great. But I think that would be nice. It's a chart. Yeah. I am, uh, Ryan, I'm getting a little feedback here. Okay. But, um, I'm change anything. <laughs> You're the sound engineer. You fix it. Yeah, I didn't change anything. Like literally nothing. But the, like I'm the like dream sick ends. The, the and so the nice thing about the East is that everybody's not playing their best. But Purdue, I think that the Big Ten tournament really didn't do anything. Like I think Purdue was going to be a three well, unless point. they. I think it. I think it knocked out them out of Indianapolis. I really do. I don't think I, the tournament I think, did. No, yeah. I don't think their play no. knocked them out at all. I, I think, think it was fine. everybody around them. I think they wanted to bump Duke up because of a nice storybook, you know, ending yeah. for K. Hopefully, that's a first or second round upset. That'd be um, so great. And, and you know, in Greenville, South Carolina, or wherever it was, which bumped Kentucky off, bumped Tennessee off, you know, and that had ramifications for Purdue, where Purdue was going to be. It had nothing to do with um, the tournament, good or bad. I really don't think. Didn't you think they were going to be a two, though? I was. I thought they were going to be a two because I thought they were going to go to the Big Ten Championship, and I thought they were going to play different teams. So I think what happened, um, like I thought just by virtue of going to the Big Ten Championship, they were going to play Ohio State, they were going to play and Wisconsin. You know, yeah, Wisconsin, or yeah. You know, Michigan State and Wisconsin, or no, Ohio State and Wisconsin, I guess. Um, but um, And then like Iowa, but again, the Big Ten Championship doesn't oh, matter. Who knows from the other side, they could have ended up playing Illinois, or they could yeah. have... Doesn't that kind of help my argument, what you're saying? Because well, they didn't play they, anybody that their play, Their play yeah, yeah. didn't do that. It was the matchups, yeah, right? They it was all they extra lost forces. a game against a team that was a potential lower seed. Like, yeah. What do you mean they lost? Sorry, what do you mean they lost a game? I hate the Big Ten tournament. I think they didn't. Nope. Iowa had you are both. You were both right, and Michael was also right in the 
um, you know, in our group chat, I don't think the Big Ten championship mattered at all. I think Purdue could have blew them out, and it wouldn't have changed anything. It's at three thirty in the afternoon on Sunday. It's Those the dumbest seats are set. It's really dumb. Why? It's, like, it's, it's, it's a gift make... that was handed down from Delaney. If Warren, I mean, he doesn't do anything, but he could, he could really. Want to play to one o'clock or back noon? You, you know who else got screwed in this? Tennessee. Because oh. Tennessee went and won, was the SEC the best conference in the country this year? Like, strangely, the best, at least at the top it was conference good. in the country. They were really good. Well, but... but all of a sudden, winning a really tough SEC, um, you know, playing a really tough SEC road, winning an SEC tournament champion didn't mean anything for them. They're they're ranked fifth in the AP right now. <laughs> and I mean, there are three. You know, that... and meanwhile, Kentucky... Like Kentucky also really well. Tennessee, got screwed. That's a team Kentucky. playing really well. Like Which team? both Kentucky and Tennessee, I think. Yeah, but I, I, I think Tennessee is super impressive. Like I, their guard play, all the things that I like for for a team going to the tournament, I like Tennessee a lot. But only thing I don't like about him is Rick Barnes. Rick, yeah, well, <laughs> what, um, what do you have to like about Rick Barnes? He always chokes in the tournament. Only the way he gets oh. to the Final Four is when he has like two future NBA players. <laughs> I mean, he barely could get to the Final Four with Durant. He didn't get to a. He didn't get there with Durant. I think they got to a Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. He got there with TJ Ford. That's right. That was. That's right. He had Ford and somebody else that went to the NBA the year later. Yeah, yeah. That was a Texas team. Yeah, and was it? um, Oh my gosh, who was the guy on um, Milwaukee that defended Durant that recruited Durant to Texas? Um, uh, PJ Tucker wasn't Tucker on that team? Tucker could have been on there. Yeah. The funny thing is, think about the the line of lottery picks that he had he had aldridge before that yeah i think yeah yeah that's right but, i mean it's 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 fair it's a fair i think, barnes, I think barnes is exactly okay you know what i mean like i think he's exactly I think, I think fine he's he's fine. almost uh he's well he's different than gene katie in that it's like gene katie plus a half step because yeah. gene katie didn't produce the pros he did but gene katie always had high seeds and teams that you're like okay is this the year they break through uh, but but he but, gets another. He gets an extra step. He's been to the Final Four two or three think, times at different. Oh, places. I think just once. I think that Texas yeah, just team. That one I think, time, I I think, think. it's. Uh, yeah, I thought right. it was just that once. Two. But but the thing is, the SEC also plays their championship game on game on Sunday, and it yeah. doesn't matter. So what should happen is that the Big Ten and SEC should move their championship games to to Saturday, and the Sunday championship game should be the auto bids. You know, so it's just like you're slotting them in, play, you know, yeah. no matter. Yeah, exactly. No matter oh, the ones, the, the one bid leagues like yeah, the yeah. Ivy. Yeah. Right. Like the Ivy championship. Um, yeah. the, a lot of those like are done so early. Do they do it because of TV, like making them way early? Right. There's some that have. Yeah. Oh, like a week early. I, yeah. I, some of them are. Yeah. Some of them that would make for a much more fun Sunday. It would be. Yeah. Sunday would be the auto bid day. It would which be. Which is great. Because all another you have to day do is slot them in. of attention. On those programs that don't really get that much, that you're right. That would be a great idea. A niche, but, a niche but, for commissioner. See exactly, but both the SEC and the Big Ten, because they play on Sunday, because they want those big ratings, because it leads into the tourney, um, you know, the tournament yeah. selection show. Because it, the because the Big Ten because the tournament means so much. Clearly, clearly. I mean, like I, that's the yeah, that's the. Thing. I'm I fine with think... going back to no no major conferences. Big no tournaments. No, I mean, I guess that's no. I the don't. The problem is the, the, the TV revenue will never do that. I disagree wholeheartedly. Why would you? What do you want it? What do you like about yeah. it? Because it's fun. Tournaments are fun. And There's a more fun one this week. Sure, but we can, why not both? 
I mean, like, that's the thing. Why would you eliminate one? Because there's so little both? to gain for almost every – what school – Virginia Tech maybe went to the tournament yeah. and wouldn't have. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. But most of the time, the vast majority of the – you should look back at the all the SEC, ACC, Big Ten tournament championships. I'm sure Rutgers got in because they – you know, because – I'm sure Indiana got in because they – you know, because they won. I mean, like, it, mm-hmm. it plays a maybe. lot. Also, to be on a single elimination kind of warm-up, before the one that really matters is great also the chance to bring home another meaning like semi-meaningful trophy is fun that's oh, the yeah. whole point I'm not saying i didn't right? enjoy watching it i just think it there's there's nothing purdue gained nothing purdue Sh- played I, and played these pretty decently yeah, and, i agree yeah and gained nothing and that but they, sucks but they, but they had a chance and what would th- this is kind of the missed opportunity right is that if they would have won that would have been great they right? wouldn't have but you just said you didn't think that would have changed anything. They still no, but it, no, no, it would have been great. Sure. I said it didn't change anything for the seeding, but I don't care about the tournament for the seeding. I care about the Big Ten tournament because it's another way to remember a team. Sure, the Baby okay. Boilers. The only reason we remember them is be like honestly, the only reason, the only banners that they hung were the regular season championship okay. and the tournament, uh, the Big Ten tournament. But right? but they're they're much more important than that because it righted the entire program. The program yeah. was in the no, shit. but it that's why we remember it. But if that's you, that's to, all. I mean, I think I think if you go into the whole thing, you'd say you, Wisconsin fans might say, "I remember they beat us at the Kohl Center, and we thought this team wasn't good." Right? You'd have different blips from other fan bases. It seemed like Robbie Hummel was there for seventeen years. I mean. I, I don't know if I don't know if anybody else cares about the Big Ten tournament, like outside the, Purdue fan base. Winning, see, here's the thing that I that here's the thing that annoys me with like the here's what uh, what is it here's what gets my goat about getting grinds um, gears. Yeah, grinds my gears. Thank you about eliminating tournaments. Is that it? Really, just kind of boils down to then winning the regular season championship but even then we don't really care about that anymore because Purdue's won so many and it's not really mattered right so to me winning the conference tournament is a uh you know like a piece of silverware that matters right hardware but at, th- but at this silverware. point but at this point it doesn't it's called silver it's trophy silverware that's what it is um <laughs> what you eat with a niche no, Maybe it's silverware that's what it is get a little culture in your life Jay Buddy. it's called silverware. hardware it's hardware. It's hardware. It's, it's no hardware. One calls it silverware, Silverware's yeah. a fork and a knife. Go, Google yeah. silverware trophies. I dare you. Um, it's for whoever. And is it a Wikipedia page that you made? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, but but the thing is, like, it matters. Like, that's how, like, when people have forgotten. Either way, you're okay. wrong because when people haven't experienced it, that's the only way they do. Well, let's just for make future three. Why don't we do this then? Let's recruits. break the season into tries and say there's three champions. We'll have a third champion and then another third champion, another third champion. Ryan, we hung a banner for regular season yeah. co-champions. We do that already. I don't care about it. But it the point is that there has to be something else, right? I know that our focus here is the is the final four. That's what we want. But there have to be other ways that we remember it because otherwise only four teams matter and only the memories of the old guys sure. that are here matter, right? The way that you recruit to um, you know, to people who have, to kids who have never been on campus is, hey, we always win the Big Ten and we make long runs in March. That's the only way you do it. If you take one of those out, it then it starts to not matter anymore. 
right? But you're missing, you're kind of, it seems to me you're missing one main thing. If it is, because I can look at it from this perspective, Purdue perspective only, they win, they won Big Ten championships before. They still win no, those Big I, Ten championships. But what if, what I'm saying is all of a sudden, I know. So from the Purdue right now fan 2022 perspective, I totally agree. But in general, we can't have just a Final Four or bust mentality, right? It can't be that every year. No, it's you not. Want, this is literally no, the, I like, the, the only Big year that I I've thought win. this way where Final yeah. Four or bust is like, this is it for me, where I've thought that way. But to me, I wanted this team to win something that it could be remembered by during the season right now if the team probably plays to what is expected from this not great tournament draw they're probably they're the team that got to number one and had Jaden ivy which is how about this question how about this question Reece? Reece? i actually thought about, this. Exactly. I thought about With this during Money the tournament. stands if 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 we watch Jaden ivy break his knee on a poorly mopped Gainbridge floor in a needless tournament, would your feelings be the same? Because I think this is a needless tournament. I think this is totally a made for TV event. Like, I mean, sure, but fact, then why play preseason games? Or I mean, why play non conference season? Not why play non conference season? The Big Ten held out, but this is the wrong thing about this. The Big Ten held out for an extra 20 years, didn't have a tournament. Right. And guess what? When they entered the tournament, the national titles went, they've had like one. Yeah, I don't know if it has to. I don't know if correlation is causation there. Like, I don't think we, maybe it the, is. Maybe well, the fact that you, like the the West Coast zipped through the tournament last year since they're all well rested. Maybe it is Big Ten. Everybody says Big Ten style of basketball is tougher than any place else. Everybody says that. So another four games for the champion who might be a number one seed, getting the shit beaten out of them by another team that's like them. Almost like it's not the tournament. That is causing that. It's the fact that the Big Ten encourages this kind of basketball. That the tournament isn't the problem. It's the referees, the way that the referees are told to ref the game. It's the way coaches are encouraged to play the game in the Big Ten. It's like, I mean, it's a it is a rough, physical ugly style of basketball that doesn't translate to the tournament. It is encouraged by every um, like at, at every level in the Big Ten, and that's not the tournament's fault. That's the commissioner. That is the referees. Those are the coaches. That's the point, right? It's not the tournament because everybody plays a tournament, right? And it's not those extra games because everybody plays. The everybody extra plays games. a tournament because everybody plays a tournament. That's it's literally that's all it is. It's like, yeah. hey, they're all doing it. There's a TV event. We need a TV event. That's that's I mean, really the only thing that did it. But, and I would I would go a step further. When we look at the worth of the tournament, like when you say the lower, even if it were just auto bid tournaments, they're incredible because they're playing for their lives, right? The, the it's incredible theater, all right. And we could debate: should the tournament get bigger? I don't think so. I love the tournament. I, oh, I'm I love, I'm a big love fan of contraction at all times. Yeah. Give them give them you know more to want. Um, but the the Big Ten doesn't get helped by this hardly ever, does it? You you see bids. I mean, how many Virginia Techs have there been the last? I think that'd be an well, issue. I mean, the big the Big Ten oh, yeah. got nine teams because of the tournament this year. Without the tournament, the Big Ten gets seven. Probably. Do you think Indiana doesn't make it? I think and, both and Indiana and Rutgers do Rutgers not. Rutgers finished fourth. In the Indiana played, and I think Rutgers was in because of the nature of the Rutgers way Rutgers went out. 
I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not convinced. I don't think so. But hey, either way, yeah, they're every year one yeah, or Rutgers, two big. Rutgers lost right away, right? Yes. They lost their right, well, so double So getting to the double buy. Yeah, I guess. IU I'm, definitely I'm played themselves in because they were the last team in, according sure. to what everybody says, yeah. which is incredible. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a miscalculation. The fact that Michigan is in solidly that's down in Indianapolis. Well, I'll tell you that's part of stunning. I was thinking about that more because I was one of the ones telling you I thought that Michigan 17, was done. 17. Well, they were they were eleven and nine in the Big Ten, and Indiana was nine and eleven. So if you want to argue about why Michigan got a better seed. They're playing in a really good conference, and they're two games better than Indiana. That's probably what it was. And, and so I thinks, this, this again, this is the Michigan's thing. I, I get so annoyed yeah. by this. It's like, and I don't understand it. If you have a really crappy loss, it should be bad. And it seems to me, if I remember back, and I haven't, I haven't studied Michigan. The only thing I'm looking at is 17 and 14, and then being a shoe in. That's bothersome to me because that's yeah. not a complete season. I, oh, right? it, it, How if many they win Penn State teams? Didn't oh even gosh. come close to the tournament, right? right. Or they're not maize and blue, right? Benefit I mean, of right. the doubt. It's the benefit of the yeah. doubt that's granted. Well, right. Michigan is. I mean, they are pretty talented, and I wouldn't oh, be real. Would talented. you be surprised? And that's even if worse. Wins that's even worse. Out of the first weekend. Would you be surprised at all if Michigan gets out of the first weekend? No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'll probably pick them I, to do that. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to pick them, but like, you know, win I, the first I don't round. know. I so on a similar vein, I wouldn't be surprised if Memphis. You know, made it out of the first weekend. They'd have to beat a one, and I wouldn't be surprised. Totally but that's kind of making it out of the first re- weekend because, well, of course you do old. because they're playing Gonzaga. Um, <laughs> but uh, I put it down on one of mine. It's not. It didn't stick. But I thought you no, didn't like I, their coaching. I, I hate their coaching, but their length and athleticism is crazy. What do you like? Mean? They're an NBA what you, team. What don't you like about Penny Hardaway? What did Penny ever do to you? What has he done to earn a head coaching job other than being Penny Hardaway? That's he literally was Penny like saying, Hardaway. That's pretty good. That's yeah, you, if you're Petty Hardaway, if you get to be Petty Hardaway, yeah, exactly. Look at all the success stories of guys he played with, like Patrick Ewing as a head coach, just knocking it out of the park. No, exactly, it's always it's so worked. sad. It's, it's so, so bad. I really wanted Pet to win. I know, but it's not happening. Not it's really not happening. I guess they're going to keep him. That's that's astonishing. It's Patrick Ewing. That's the problem with hiring. Well, they're Patrick at that Ewing. point, right, where you're like, what do we do now? Yeah, what could we possibly do? I know. It but really has to be. He has to. Is there John out. Thompson the third or fourth in the fourth? <laughs> it's got to be the fourth or fifth at this yeah. point. They fired John Thompson the third. Yeah, that was smart. And apparently, his father's the one who went and got Ewing. Well, I mean, yeah, you Big John is. This is a Big John's program. I mean, like, but that's yeah. incredible. You know, it is crazy. Um, so what so we spent a lot of time arguing about Seriously, the they were awful. They were nowhere, right? They're this nothing. year. No, no, before JT, Big John, before, John so. before Big John, they were. They were. Oh yeah, no, they were nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, they were never yeah. really good except for when he was there. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that conference tournaments are great. I really like them. I think the Big Ten should be ashamed with how they encourage everybody, including the referees and the coaches and everything, the way that they encourage basketball to be played. Um, I think the way that they referee seven footers is like is a, a it's as though they've never seen one but it's I mean, not like, that's not even isolated to only big 10 games i've watched games in other conferences it's horrible the way seven I don't, footers get i don't get it and painter I don't either. like it's not like painter has been quiet about it you know i mean they like, changed a rule and but no but they changed a rule stupid rule to now like both punish seven footers for being tall and right. also not reward them for being hacked let me ask a question 
because this came up in my and it's 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 immaterial to the bigger picture here. But during I don't remember I think it I forget which game in the Big Ten tournament. You guys will probably remember. Edie got intentionally fouled, like manhandled intentionally fouled. And I remember I think you talked about it on a quick cast. I thought you did. Or maybe you put it on Twitter. He he got it was it, and they said on the broadcast. I'm amazed that wasn't called an intentional Penn State where he got grabbed by the waist and hit from the side. Right, and they called a foul, but they called a common foul. foul. Right, they call a common foul though. Mm-hmm. How come we will go to the monitor for flipping everything, but we won't go to the monitor for that? Now, let me be clear. I don't want more monitor reviews. I want fewer and but you want consistency. Want at, yeah, but but we're gonna look at little touches out of bounds, or we're going to look at whether when someone collided, whether they were flailing their arm and should be given a flagrant two when it was clearly a basketball play, like clearly two guys going for a rebound, that kind of bullshit. And then in that situation, nope, not even going to grab around the waist, hit from the side by a different guy. We're not going to see it. it. And I'm not going to make it. They could see it in real time. Anybody can see it, but that's not any different to me because just because they didn't draw blood, it's still a bigger call. If you make it a flagrant or an intentional foul. Listen, I know as well as anybody, what it's like to be tall and to be oppressed because of your height. And so I am in the corner of these guys more than anybody. Exactly. I don't. It's it's, it's so wrong. It's so wrong to punish somebody because of their size, and that's what they're they're telling them. It's okay to foul him because he's big. That's all they're saying. Right. He has an advantage, so you should get one. You should get one. Exactly. So, by the way, I'd like to just John uh, Younger on the side here said. Yeah, I think he, I think he, I can see him screaming at his. He said, "Big Ten tournament is an auto bid tournament. Nebraska could have made it." Yes, when we said auto bids, we meant more John like single bid leagues, right? Single yes, bid Big Ten yeah. is an auto yeah. bid league. That's a and I and point. I back that up, John. I said, "How many times have has that happened where a team has earned their way in with the auto bid?" Right. I bet it's been one. Maybe most of the time, a team I like Michigan won the championship and they charged through. I think it's the same year. They were gonna be. They were gonna get in. They were gonna be the seventh or eighth team in the Big Ten to get in anyway. And they won the championship, if I remember correctly, or went to the final. Well, I got a better one for you. Yeah. How about UConn when they won? Exactly. The I mean, like that's Ollie's, that's Kevin Ollie's UConn team. weren't they like ninth in the Big East or some yeah. nonsense like that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Kemba team played. You know, were gonna miss the tournament, won they're the Big East tournament, team, and right. then you know won the title, right? So like that's the storybook, but that never happens. I mean, like you know that's you know that's but perfection. that was. But that can't that that but last year UCLA in the first four they go to the final four yeah Purdue top five all season long yeah and by the way Purdue's ranked tenth right now Boiler fell out of his chair he's, he's gone so, he's stunned he's just absolutely stunned at this podcast <laughs> oh I noticed his background now yeah he's oh, got I the Ross Aid picture oh that's beautiful oh that's gorgeous. Nobody comes in Ross Aid. Yeah, nobody comes in. Well, I mean, in according fact, to that picture, nobody's in. It looks like nobody's in Ross Aid at all. Nobody's in Ross Aid. Nobody, nobody comes into Ross Aid. Well, this is the thing that's been up. That's been up for about two weeks on the quick cast. No one said one thing. Well, because when you're there, Observing it focuses on your gorgeous face, and you yeah. can't. It darkens the background because the light is on you. Yeah. As soon as you move, yeah. it comes into focus. I think what we're saying is, if you just vanished, just go get out of the, the way podcast. is what we're trying to say. It just yes. like have Look a. How clear yeah, that exactly. is. That's beautiful, actually. That's beautiful. That's very nice. Uh, I'll take one. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know I I think conference tournaments are fun, and I think it's a good thing to win something. I think it is ridiculous that we we award con- co-conference tournament champions. Like I really wish there would be a tiebreaker. Um, 
like oh. you know, in in the regular season they they award and kind of allow four champions right, at one could, point because you could tie a team that swept you and you'd get to claim a yeah right? exactly that's the dumbest thing ever. it's the, it's also the dumbest thing that the 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 um, selection there. committee considers everything except head-to-head uh, you know, matchups in terms of like well, where they say that had a quick cast where he mentioned. Yeah. And I think this was really good. You said, you never know what's going to matter to the committee. Sometimes it's how you finish. Sometimes it's your body work. Sometimes it's that's the fun, work. right? <laughs> that's Remember the thing. That? They could really easily say, okay, these are the five things every year, right? These yep. are important. But then yep. like, I, and I didn't watch any of this. Generally I'll watch those heads talk afterwards. And most of them, they're ADs, right? Aren't they? Sometimes, some of them, yeah, most Usually. of them are 80s. Some of them. Or coaches, usually. yeah. Or, not, or the 80s neighbors. We don't know. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so these guys, they get to, guys and gals, I think there's women in there too. They get to choose who makes the tournament and they get to choose what the reason is they get to make the tournament. They, like, remember a couple <laughs> years ago, the net was a huge deal. And all I could hear before this year was, net's not as big of a deal anymore. What is a big deal then? Mystery box. It's a, uh, is your is it's a, it's just a flow chart. Is your team coached by Coach K in his last season? Yes, right. no, right. That's everyone it. Does. Plus three. Well, I would say you know we sit here saying like I, I don't I don't think Purdue got screwed. I think they got more or less what they deserved. They but they deserve. I think I think they got a three. I think the three seed after lose if it, it it turns out if you considered losing the big 10 title game to <laughs> iowa the three seed was pretty well justified i think in so so what that tells you though so if iu played their way in then the tournament mattered for some teams that tells you that purdue was a four before the tournament i don't think i think purdue was a three during the tournament or at the start of it and i don't think it so it only before. matters for some yes correct yes what that's right hell? it's science Yes. The, the teams that, that I think have, I that I think have the biggest beef. I've already mentioned Tennessee. I think they got yeah. completely jumped. Oh yeah. yeah, and I think Houston, our old friend Calvin. Oh, they did this man. Yeah, talk they're about really a body good. They're a five, they're and they got to play Chattanooga. No, I'm sorry, that's Illinois. They got to play UAB. Okay, they'll be and UAB. and they got to play Illinois. I mean, like Illinois, Houston in the second round is a, is awful for both of them. You did, know what I mean? Didn't Houston play a good pre-con this year too, if I remember correctly? Yeah, I think they played like two good teams. They lined it up. Right. So, like to me, I, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know what else you kind of have to do. I, there are a lot of teams here that, um, it's, it's and then weirdly they give respect. I thought it was kind of strange that. Who well, it's weird... because it's because Samson's NCA problems are following him. He's not clean like Cal Perry. Exactly. True. You have to play True. with integrity here. Or Shashevsky. <laughs> Oh, Shashevsky wouldn't lecture us all and then turn the around way, and be an entire hypocrite. Would I was going to send you guys something today in a group chat. I'm so glad I can do it here on the, on the public podcast. So you Freaking guys are, of course, style. familiar with the couple more than once. Kay has lectured yeah. an opposing team's player for yeah. like shooting in the final minutes of a game that was over. Right? It's an like, unwritten rule type. Like thing, whether right? he's winning or losing, he's given this lecture, right? right? Like. Like it doesn't matter. Like you're too good a player to do that, right? You're both it's familiar. Bigger than the game. Correct. Oh, yeah. Did you see this? This no one noticed this except Jay Money at the end of the Virginia Tech Duke game. It was like final five seconds. Like the Tech players were walking towards their bench, mm-hmm. and Shashevsky's grandson took a three and hit it. Oh my gosh! He should be struck with lightning no, by Zeus it's fine. himself. It's fine, but. I hope he got a very good stern lecture about that because 
I'm not exaggerating. Nobody was, they were walking off the court and he was wide open. So he took it, which if someone okay. did that to him, he would be, oh, he would, he would pull the, uh, you know, uh, Greg guard where it was like, he'd stop him oh, and start he lecturing the absolutely. opposing coach on the court that, and everybody man. and all of the announcers would trip over themselves to say, see, oh, this is right. the caretaker Teachable of the game moment. right here. Teachable yeah. moment. Get yeah, out of here. If he loses to Cal state Fullerton. Oh, oh just great. perfect. Isn't that, yes. isn't that the team that broke Isaac Haas elbow? Oh yeah. So I wish nothing but pain and suffering right. on them. Yes, correct. They should break someone's elbow next. <laughs> that is that's right. That is right. Gosh, I forgot who that because that was the week and I then couldn't remember Butler when that was happened. the next game. Yeah. I couldn't remember when that happened. That happened in the tournament. I couldn't remember that was the Big Ten mm-hmm. tournament. 2018 in Detroit. I was in the eighteen. Yeah. Oh, more good, more good, bad Purdue memories. What else could go? I don't know if you guys heard the factoid that I put down in the, uh, the quick cast that this team falls short of that team in wins before the tournament. Mm -hmm. That's they they ended the season with 30. They had 28 leaving the big 10 tournament. This one was 27. That was the, uh, 18 straight wins. So, I mean, but this, you know, that's the, that's the ridiculous thing is that this team has a top five talent. It has, a you know a really ten deep roster at this point because Brandon Newman's back. They um, are deep, but yeah. maybe one or two players are gone, so maybe it's not quite ten deep. But yeah, Ghost Brandon Newman emerges first. as others are gone. Yeah. Um, but they miss four buzzer beaters. I know that there was extenuating circumstances. How many, how many buzzer beaters did they win on though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Was it um, what was it two? Both because Ohio Ohio's. Both Ohio State and, games and a double overtime game. Yeah, but that's double over. So that's the thing. You can't let it. You can't let the losses. And get two overtime what? games. Those. Is, my whole point is these are one possession games. What's your point? They could have lost another three or four games. Yeah, that's exactly. Okay, right. they could have won four and, more. And, and, and two of those games were versus teams that weren't very good, if I'm remembering correctly. One was NC State. Oh He's, yeah, well they played yeah, poorly that, for I mean, thirty-five neutral. out of forty minutes, and then right. just yeah. turned up. But they did that this season. That's the thing. That That's weird... my whole point. They would mail in a half, literally a oh, yeah. half. Where you're like, you know what I noticed? They play really. They're like a. They're like the meat of a sandwich. They play really good in the middle. They always start slow. They seem to Tell really build late. Tell me but more. in the middle, pretty good. Pretty good right before half. Right after half. Or, uh, yeah. Oh, it's pastrami. You know, it's pastrami. Look at it. What is paint? Paint like some pastrami. No doubt. By the way, that means I, I want to cook talk- more cooking segments with Coach. I don't think we talked about this. I want to isolate that audio when they were asking him. His eyes just kind of he's like, well, I can I can do anything. Yeah, that was <laughs> found his Holy love smoke. language. He was <laughs> love. Yeah, he was. I mean, and- uh, Coach with uh, drinks and uh, many smoked meats with Woody Coach Woody, Woody and Coach Painter. Yeah. Like just yes, Coach Woodson so- scares the hell out of me. How about this? Here, I got an idea. I got a solution, guys. <laughs> a very serious it. man. Listen, Go listen, I got the solution. You ready? Yeah. For our conference tournament woes. Really simple. Regardless, so you've got 14 teams in the league. Regardless of, instead of having four buys, those four teams don't have to play in the tournament. <laughs> the other teams have to play in the tournament. And that way it gives the lower seeds a chance to play in. You still For get all your excitement. How about that? And the top four. Fine. I am no because I don't, no because IU it is not going to be in the trips. top four anytime soon, and I don't want them to add, add a chance to add any kind Ooh. of trophies to their cabinet. Ooh. I'm good. IU, oh. IU is not going to be in the top four, and they'll have a chance in this the tournament. I don't want that. Northwestern, but those are like the only two teams worse than Purdue in the Big Ten tournament. 
Really? Well, I mean, I made it to the final. Who's lost in the final? What four times? Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, uh, they've lost four. They've won one. Yep. I mean, that's, that's five finals appearances. And yeah, five finals appearances is really good. Two and a half. It, turn, it turns out that, comment. that's a good comment. It's important. We will always look like this isn't worth anything, Anish. The cheese crackers trophy. What is yeah. that one from? That's, that's yours. Cheese trophy. That's the cheese trophy. Your oh, cheese right. trophy. I couldn't remember. I was calling it the Great Connecticut Shootout because I couldn't remember the name. It it's in, a good. You fooled me because it could be the name of it. <laughs> well, people are still. Tennessee was there. North Carolina was there. I saw Great someone on one of those shows say 14. something about like North Carolina beat Tennessee handily back in November. Who cares? Right. Who gives a shit what happened in November? Yeah. Purdue was the bad thing though. You know this can be played both ways, right? You can say who cares about this now. But if you don't just schedule need... those games, then they'll say, oh, oh. You, you know, no, 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 no. Those games are important to schedule. Right. I'm simply saying when okay. you talk about what's going to happen in the tournament now mm-hmm. in March, different teams, different teams that you absolutely. That's the thing. In that. North Carolina as an eight seed. Oh, that's a dangerous eight. <sighs> I mean, and Baylor is dangerous. dangerous. So, so let's, let's get into the East because yes. first of all, the I East region. Do that. Go ahead. Are we able to, are you, <laughs> I shouldn't know this by now, but you're the host. Are you able to project stuff? I am, yes. I I'll, I will have to work on it, but yes, I am. I was going to say, maybe you could put the, the bracket up, or maybe I could. Wait a minute, maybe I can. I can share screen. Can... Oh, Where'd you it's find a... that? Oh, I, I don't it. know, but do I have to give you permission, or is it a permission? Probably, it's shaded out. Yeah. So, uh, so let me uh, do it here. Oh, no, real no quick. it appears that it would it let looks, me. It looks like it'll work. And that'd be Ooh. so much better than seeing either of you guys, let's be real honest. <laughs> I don't know how to stop it, though, so I don't think I want to do it. <laughs> Yeah, here, like a, I'm all for it. I've, yeah, got, yes. I've got the ESP uh, uh, J Money. You want to plug the uh, the tourney pick'em challenge that you've been oh, <laughs> organizing every year painstakingly, <laughs> and you forget about every year? Hey, every guys, year. Do, do you think we do you think we should Up do a tourney? Up yours, jerk. <laughs> Just go ahead, for the backstory here. I'm going to tell all the listeners: is every year Jay asks the question, "No, are we going to do a bracket?" Yes. <laughs> yes. No. You did They've it. Only been you did the hard work years. already, man. It's already happened. So it's, it's done. They've only been auto setting it to repeat for like a couple years. At least four years. At up. least four years. Because the name is old. That's that's a that's not a classy enough name for what we are. <sighs> oh, look at that. That's fancy. Okay. Oh, that's really great. Yeah, I can almost read it. I know. I'm try. Yeah, it's almost like this I is a screen it. share. Got, yeah, can my, you see my, the zoom? Actually, if I zoom in, can you see it? Yeah. Is my screen sharing? Guys, am I on am I on mute? I feel, like, I, we're back at work. I feel I like we're on CBS right now. These graphics are so high tech. This is great. Can you so, share my can you see my screen? Why did I pick oh, Montana State? Uh that's it. I'm picked. I'm there. I'm Montana picking Montana State, State over Texas Tech. I'll tell you the game you want to watch, and I'll seriously right above that. That Rutgers is team. Yeah. By the way, this is how if you are not terrified to play Rutgers. You're a moron. Yes, correct. I think yeah, that's they're a going good game. Alabama you... played half of a good season. They're like Michigan, but oh, well, they Rutgers played the first half Alabama. of a good season. Rutgers is going to beat Alabama. I think Notre Dame might beat yeah. Alabama. I mean, it's it's kind of strange that Notre Dame is in this field already, but this should be all play-in games. All play-in games should be high major teams that sucked all year. Like or that had these up and down seasons. I completely agree. To take a team in an auto bid, uh, a single bid auto conference, this are going to be a sixteen anyway, and make them play a game for the right to be the sixteen is such bullshit. Yes, and it is so bad for because they they did it on this side. Yeah, right state, and I don't even know what these words mean. 
Bryant. I had a Bryant sweatshirt. Do you remember that, Jay, in college? I had a Bryant sweatshirt, and I blacked out with Sharpie marker, the B and the T, so it said Ryan real big. I'm not kidding. I got it from Goodwill. I remember, that. It was I remember awesome. most of your apparel, but Great. not that. No, and, and well, since we're talking about things we've never heard of, I, I've never heard of Longwood, and yes, the joke's been made. Oh, yes. Longwood, Longwoods. Yes, correct. But the Longwood, it's... Longwood, I usually know every school. Where, Longwood? Where are the... Where are the Longwoods? Right okay. here, playing Tennessee. Tennessee. Longwoods get, against Tennessee. We often get, said they're going to get mollywhopped. They're going to lose. I don't want any part of Tennessee. They're 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 really hot. They're really good. Really athletic. Yeah. And is that right? Tennessee and Michigan in the second round. Like the, the you know that the. the oh, they're salivating. You know, I think I Colorado. You, I think Colorado, Colorado, Colorado State's State, man. There Colorado good. State's good. Well, but, but but when you think about listen to this though, when you think about teams, we talk about teams getting screwed like Tennessee in the sense that they should have been a little bit, but a three versus two, okay, not that big a deal. Colorado State has a good year, and their reward is they got to play friggin' Michigan in the first round. In the first Michigan's round, gonna be favored. Yeah, like Michigan should have to play a playing game versus Duke, or <laughs> or Ohio State has to play Loyola, which we all have to find amusing. That's tough because Ohio State loved their draw because they realized they were in Dayton or something like that. Or um, in Pittsburgh. Or, or, yeah, that's right. They're here. They're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and then yeah. the next thing came up and they were Loyola and all the Ohio State fans were like, oh, come on. Come on. Loyola is different now, though. What? Hey, they're Loyola still not bad. They're still not they're, bad. They don't have what's-his-face. Yeah. I don't know about um, that magic. Um, so in the East. Congratulations. Second round, you get to play Villanova. <laughs> in the east it is a oh, it is a collection of teams that are just not are really talented that just aren't could, playing their best could north carolina beat baylor i think they could yeah baylor's yes. missing their number yes. one score yeah. yeah absolutely yeah so you talk about a team that's that, that i mean that team has they have four legitimate nba talents on that team i mean they got they've got nba builds on that team those guys are bad man so, they just didn't figure it out. They figured out how to put it together until the end of the season. I don't know how many transfers they had in, but I think that's part of the equation. If you had transfers coming in, you know, it took you a little while to gel. Look at IU. So our while. our favorite analyst, Seth Davis, um, he has he has St. Mary's going to the Elite Eight, I believe, which might be a little. I love it. A, I'll do it. I'll do it because you know then our Boilermakers have a nice oh. easy road. <laughs> Uh, go St. Mary's, road. go St. Mary's, and go. Uh, who is that would be like Purdue to lose to St. Mary's to go to the Final Four. That would be that would <laughs> that be exactly be, like Purdue. Kind, like, kind of like VCU, kind of like set up with VCU, and then you know. I can tell you, that I think the heart one of the hardest games is Murray State, San Francisco. Oh, Murray State is awesome. Yeah. Like, and San Francisco is San Francisco awesome playing too. well too. Well, I was going to yeah. say that's one of the ones that I look at, and I'm like, okay, there's mid majors getting a little more respect because there's seven ten is. You're, yeah, you're right there. That's yeah. not a bad. Except for the guy. I, I really but... don't like playing. Like I don't like pitting mid major. I would rather like an Ohio State get punished with a really good kind of mid major team just to see what both of them are made out of. Like Michigan or like um. Oh, kind you, of like middle them, you don't like to put mid majors against each other. Yeah, because then I it's agree. like you're, what, if they're like both of these could make good runs, and now you it's kill like the dream for somebody right away. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. Um. I would like to just call out one comment on the right. Jennifer, uh, some bracket guy on NBC this morning had Villanova over Purdue. 
in the national championship game, which obviously I would take that, take that, it. that matchup. I would take, take Purdue it. getting the take national it. title game. I'd also just like to point out that Jennifer is one of approximately three women who've ever listened to the handsome. Era, no, so. who've ever commented. The, well, let's just out, say the, the, the grand old era of the handsome hour when we had quite a few women listening and we had college age women listening. Let's yeah. be careful. We remember we were we're not old enough. We, we don't remember that now. Are we Jay? Uh, no, 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 no. I remember. No, but they might be. They no, but those, those former them. students might be uh, too old to remember. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Fair point. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think we've gone too far. I think we're, you're, we're 42 minutes in. Uh, we are contractually obliged to complain about Chris Beard at this point. I think. It's so, it's in the contract. I think we have I to think do I do have some responsibility here because a few weeks ago I said the nightmare scenario would be Purdue gets a two and then Beard is in the seven ten game and you guys were all very bothered by that idea and it literally almost exactly came true. So yeah. thanks, you're welcome, everybody. I do think so. Texas plays great defense, but they can't score. So they're they're so they're Beard a team won. specifically, you know, to the earlier comment they are a team of mercenaries that haven't really panned out um yet i mean like and the other but the other problem is the analytics love them like ken palm loves them but they just can't close games they just can't get over kind of the and tech is know, hot obviously, it looks so it, it looks like they're winning uh, or it looks like they're they're not quite getting over the hump right so um and then yeah like you said j money virginia tech is is playing well but that kind of goes both ways, right? Which is sometimes they, you know, these kind of teams that aren't very good overperform and then get to the tournament and flame out kind of immediately kind of hit a wall. So yeah. um, I would very much like it if uh, it was Virginia Tech and then, uh, It you know, changes my pick. I mean, like, and that's, so I, I was thinking I have Virginia Tech winning, Purdue winning there. If Texas wins, they're out. It Purdue's out. I don't. Th- I don't think so. Like so I, you, you know. So you believe? You okay. think the Chris Beard voodoo is just too strong? Well, I, I think it's too great. I think Painter looks over, poops his pants, walks in the locker room, calls it a day. <laughs> that yeah, but that's, that's just too set. much ribs. That's just too much brisket. <laughs> that's had nothing to that's do with meat sweats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's got nothing yeah. to do with Chris Beard. I really don't think I want any part of Chris Beard. I really. Don't. I. I. It, yeah, that handle brings up a great point, and Anish brought this up with us privately. It's a great point. Marcus Carr, and he will, and he carving will. us in round. Marcus two. Carr is on is on Texas. He's going to go off if so. This Purdue is the thing. Him, so they but... still will have the the Chris Beard defensive voodoo on Purdue, and then they're going to have Marcus Carr too. And you think Marcus Carr is not? He'll just let him go. He'll just let him go. And guess what? He'll probably have I don't know thirty seven points just like Ron. <laughs> this I, we are fully in. Let's go forty seven and win Purdue fan mode right now. No, I, so I actually think Purdue wins pretty clearly. No Over. matter who, no matter what, in the first weekend, and then all of a sudden you run it. I think pretty Kentucky, clearly, huh? Kentucky, yeah, I think it's kind of pretty. First of all, Yale, I think they won one game really, really nicely. Yale, uh, I hope we just Zach Edium to death. Like, That's I just, just Zach Edium to death. They're 6'8, innocent center, and then their backup 6'6 center, just Zach Edium to death. Sweetheart, guys. You know what's gonna Very be? smart. That'll, that'll be like a time machine. It takes us back to November, December, honestly. Purdue should be able to just beat the living crap out of them physically, right? Here's the question Will Zach Edie get punished for being 7'4? Right. 
Right, I just hope they just don't 30, almost 30 just take and... just take the lobs. They're going to front him every time. Just take right. the lobs, and he is the one Purdue center in the history of the seven footers that Painter has gotten who wants just to rip up. who just holds it high and rips yeah. the rim down. Yep. yep. So I hope that he he wasn't looking very awake during the Iowa was it Iowa game? Well, that first it, half uh, was bad. I mean, yeah, the first half was rough. Like it was like it was like he had uh, gone into uh, some sort of. Well, I don't know what type of gas you would breathe in just to kind of make you a little, a little nitrous, a little, yeah, nitrous. little nitrous, just a little, not, a, not, all, not just the full dose, but just enough to slow yep. you down. He like grabbed, he was supposed to grab the oxygen, but instead yeah, he but grabbed, he went, you know, well, wrong one, <laughs> problem, why is this nitrous even here? Who put this here? <laughs> why is this nitrous even here? Uh, <laughs> he was over there laughing. He thought this you never weird. know though. Murray state's good. Maybe they knock Kentucky off. And then I mean, like that's it. My, my path to uh, a final four would be Virginia, Yale, Virginia tech, Murray state. State. And Mm -hmm. then uh, who, who on the other one? Marquette St. Mary's. Mary's, Correct. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. That's well. So I said this, I was thinking this today, like as much as, so when this came out, I thought this, we've got the let's bracket fill it in. Yeah, let's fill I thought, it in here. I thought Baylor, Carolina, St. Mary's, UCLA, Texas. That's, that's one of my big upsets right Kentucky. there. Let's pick, let's pair, let's pick Carolina over them. We'll do, we'll do UCLA. Yeah, no, we'll do this here. And then, oh, yeah, the Purdue, Purdue's road is nice and easy. What are you UCLA. talking about? That's what uh, LBD does a, uh, a bracket like that every year. He called it Perdon't. It's just clears the path for Purdue to the most. See, I used to do that, and it was the most delicious way for Purdue to get yeah. there. So, like beating Kentucky is the most delicious path. Oh yeah, right. I mean, like going it, through Texas—that's a delicious path. Yeah. Going through Texas, then Kentucky, somehow beating Gonzaga would be in the. What, however, the you would. However, you would take this. I would take I would this. Take, we would hang I this would better. This. Also, this would be okay. <laughs> this would be all right with me. Yeah. No, but I'll allow I, it. honestly, it the last when Purdue went to the Elite Eight and was heartbeat away from the Final Four, we saw that draw and we My were like, heartbeat. "Wow, that's it! It was a good season. Good night." Right. And then Purdue beat the brakes out of out of yeah. defending champ Nova. Yeah, you know, like Ryan you know, Klein the had the best game. Tennessee of his was that, that, that well, well, that first round game was it, for what a half. It was close. And pre, pre, uh, they Tennessee beat the stuffing out of Illinois. And, really and, and Tennessee beat the crap out of Purdue the previous season. Is that right? They beat like, them yeah, in, in the uh, pre-con and the Atlanta because they just looked longer mm-hmm. and faster and more athletic. Well, they would have won that game too. Tennessee I mean, does. that game went what 99, 94 in overtime, yeah, something like ridiculous. that. Like, it's not like Tennessee had any trouble getting points up in that game. They just yeah. could not. Ryan Klein was unconscious. Right. So, and then I you mean, run, and then you run into eventual champ, you know, uh, uh, UVA. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like we saw that draw and that would have been that was a tasty road and Purdue almost went through it. So you never know. So this but this would be the you know, I would prefer this. road. So I, like me, I think the one thing a team always has to have to make a run is a guy that can carry them who can carry this team. I'm not trying to be funny, by the way, I'm not trying to be funny, because the reason I say that is even on Ivy's big nights, right They're What's his biggest night? 27, I think. We knew Carson had it in to put up 30, 30 plus. He did it multiple times before that tournament run, right? And we knew he could bomb, right? If he got hot, it was trouble for anybody because you're like, okay, he's going to shoot from 25. The, shooting from the logo was a thing, right? So yep. that's nearly impossible to defend. In Ivy's case, really his, his ability to drive past people really gets him heated up. Yep. His three-point shot has been sub-30% the second half of the season. 
it's kind of tough to know, did he get that much better in the three in the off season? Or was that just kind of like a good run in the, you know, November, December? I don't know. I really don't know how to answer that. I can tell you his motion doesn't look to me like a guy who's a natural three point shooter. You know, he didn't eat his ball coming out of his hands. You know, some guys when they miss, like when Gillis misses, looks like it's a make. Right. right? When he misses, it looks like a miss. When he makes it, it kind of looks like a miss. The his his shot is a little unnatural, and it, the the stroke is definitely going to be changed in the NBA. Right. But if you listen, well, to he scouts, used to elevate. He doesn't elevate anymore. I if know you if listen to scouts, what they say is he was a really good three point shooter in high school, and he was he's a really good three point shooter this year. And so a lot of them think that the uh, that the aberration year is the is the last year. Right. Um, that being said, I kind of agree. Like his, his shot doesn't look, you know, it really just does look like he's like a 33, 34%, you know, 33% three point shooter. And he's kind of back at the mean kind of right where he's supposed to be. That being said, a lot of his threes he takes are like a step or two deeper than they probably should. He's going to need to be as good as he can be. And Sasha's going to need to play the role of Ryan Klein. That's it. That's Sasha's it. I mean, like that's got to hit. He's got to score ten or twelve points a game, doesn't he? And then maybe have one game where he goes off for eighteen, right? 20, but the like problem that, is, is everybody's pointing at his hand injury as being a big deal right now, and that's the reason he's one for six. And if that's the case, that's bad because he's not going to heal in four days. Nope. So, so everybody's speculating about a hand injury, but well, he, he had that dislocation. That's real. He, it's that's a dislocation. Yeah, yeah. But so, it was offhand. Um, yeah, it was an offhand. But I mean, I mean I, have you ever? I've dislocated something. It doesn't feel good, and so no. like that's the thing. And his whole shot is catch and release, right? Yeah. It's on that curl, catch it quickly, yeah. get it out of your hands. Um, and, it almost, but it almost looked yeah. like his legs were deader, like were yeah. more dead than his yeah. than his. I haven't seen him doing anything to. Yeah to be, be a threat that has to be dealt with, right? I mean, he's had too many games where he has two points, three points. Like, I don't – I don't, and I, I love Sasha, and I love his game. I just – if he doesn't do that, if he has games where he scores two and three points, where are the points going to come from? I mean, this is, maybe so if someone like Gillis yeah. has to – It's got to be Gillis, Newman. I mean, Newman, Newman seems to be solid, solidly back in the rotation, yeah. which is awesome. I mean, we're thrilled at – Bold sports. I think all of us. Were I love how really the whole team is thrilled for it. Oh, it's so it's, great. I mean, that's why it's like, why can't it be this team? They're all so fun. Like they yeah. really enjoy each other. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, we're we're kind of alluded to it this year. Isaiah isn't playing his best basketball, but he's still, you know, kind of, you know, like he's not disappointed that Brett Newman is playing really well. He's like. Eric Hunter is playing the best basketball of his season so far. Mm-hmm. Like Purdue actually really has a dependable option at point guard. Um, he's getting close he's to be playing guard. his best basketball of his career. He's getting yeah. close. Yeah. So he's almost where he was in the, you know, his height and sophomore year. Morton has never looked more confident. I mean, Morton knows now kind of he's exactly where now. he's supposed to be. Like yep. he knows he's so confident on both sides of the ball, um, which is fun. Um, like, I, I don't know if Gillis like Gillis is three point shooting in the last couple of games has also kind of dipped, which is all which he's is not kind of, shooting the ball as much either. That's a really no. interesting thing. He, I think he's shooting like three or four times a game now. You see, he'll yeah. come up and do the uh, yeah. Ryan Smith. Yeah, the, he did the it twice yeah, versus yeah. Iowa. Like I was like, dude, you should have pulled right there. Yeah, I know. And man, I mean, I, the Iowa game was turnovers, and that's really it. You there are so many things to nitpick about this team. Free throw shooting, like. You know, these three point shooters not kind of hitting some of their open shots. All the it literally, if 
Purdue doesn't turn the ball over 10 times, they win. That's it. Like, we can talk about the scoring. We can talk about forcing turnovers. I mean, Purdue's a better defensive team now than they have been at any point during the season, which is Mm -hmm. nice. But they're still careless with possessions, and that's what kills them every single time, right? Like, it, it, it it's the careless passes from uh, Trevion, who is you know who's trying to hit a home run every right. single time. It's Jaden, kind of those times when, but Jaden's I'll, I'll almost forgive because he has like those he has these highlight kind of you know like that he's a top five pick so like he has i think you, things, what you just but... said about williams and ivy are the same in that they both want the home run every time they have the ball in their hands but at some point i trust the nba you know top five pick over trevion i really I wish that yeah. i don't and i'll tell you why i don't because it's magnificent when it works and when it doesn't it's horrible and it happens a lot when it doesn't right it's it's not like it just happens every now and again it's four to six times a game down the stretch yeah, I mean, that's a lot of I would, ra- I would rather neither of them. Yeah, um, but the other thing is like the the game is kind of built around Jaden, you know, starting to get to the free throw line, doing that. Right. At some point, Trevion, all of his superhero passes, he could just go up, and if it's a missed shot, it's a missed shot. But he could just go up with it and get a really easy shot. That's the thing. Jaden's going to do what he does. This is his game you kind of have to adjust around it. That's the guy that you kind of have to play around just because he's such a supernatural talent. Um, but for Trey, there is the other option there, which is just go up with it. Like, mm-hmm. and, but mm-hmm. he, he's passed first to the point where like, he's, it's almost like he's heard he's the best big man passer oh, yeah. in oh, the country too much. He and he, Everybody he wants to prove to it. About it. I know. And it's he's like, a you're a passer. You're yeah. great. You're not Jokic. And if you're Jokic, score 30 points a game too. Right. Like that's the, that's kind of the point, right? It's like you've got to take over when you can. So yeah. Um, yeah. I just I don't, don't like the only the only criticism I'll, I'll and, and we've talked about Jaden Ivey being only a sophomore and that, that people need to kind of remember that. But the only thing I wish he could just improve a little bit, I, I love all of his game, is is the times he goes up in the air without a without a plan. Yeah. Like like if your plan is to go up to get guys in the air and then dish to someone, obviously there's all sorts of things you can do there, but he goes up a lot and can yeah. hang there so long. It's like, well, I'll figure it out while I'm up there. I and- mean, that, yeah, that tells you he's trying to do the, like, I mean, the next step in the NBA, which is why scouts are like drooling over him is him understanding how the defense collapses on him mm-hmm. and already calculating where like, someone will be open. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, it would jaw does it. I mean, like he'll, he'll get there. Yeah, he'll get there. He He's will. 19 like, yeah, he will. or 20. Like, um, but like, I, I can't believe just because of um, just because I know. So the alternative for Jaden is like launch a three, right. Or swing it to somebody else. And I would rather just him have it in his hands. And I'd rather almost eat those threes. The alternative for Trey's turnovers, which is why they aggravate me is, is just go up and it, like, yeah. just go up with it you're a really good scorer out of the post. Like, just do it. Um, and so that's kind of why his bothered me a little bit more. But yes, you are correct. I would rather neither of them happen. I mean, like when Purdue doesn't turn the ball over 10 times, they win. Um, this team is talented enough to do that. And like, I, I don't know. that That's it's think about, turnover, think about right? what we're saying right there. You If you just turn, you know, cut down the turnovers, absolutely true. And Brian Newbert talks about this as Purdue's biggest problem too. And the problem really is, is your two, two of your leaders are the guys that are most responsible for those turnovers. Yeah. And this is the thing that kills me about this team over and over as much as 
we love to see these dynamic electric plays. Everybody loves them, right? And they're part of the reason that Purdue is a story, part of the reason Purdue stayed, by the way, top 10 all season. That's pretty mm-hmm. noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Not many, I don't know many Purdue teams that have lowest that. rank Maybe of the season Robinsons. right now, which is super fun, but go on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. you know, but th- it's it, to have your leadership be the main problem as well. That's, that's a, that's a kind of a punch in the face. Now let's, let's, like I, I've been saying this all year, Jaden Ivey with another year of development is going to be incredible. It doesn't matter where he develops, right? We saw a huge amount of development in the off season this year, just him going through the Olympic coaching, having a different perspective in his ear, right? He's going to have that type of coaching again this year. He's going to get better in two years. He's going to be incredible. That means he would have been a senior at Purdue. It's a, incredible to think about him as a senior at Purdue, but let's compare and contrast that to Johnny Davis and Keegan, uh, Keen Murray. Yeah, Murray. Murray. They're both sophomores. Mm-hmm. And they are very responsible with the ball. Those guys, I mean, I think Murray had two turnovers. I think, uh, I mean, but they're, they, they're so good with the ball. I, like I said, they're almost robotic. They're completely different types yeah, of They're different. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I understand. They're not as point. dynamic. But my whole point is those guys are both player of the year type candidates and they do it a different way. They don't take the risk. And I think, I love the risk because I love what comes with it with Ivy, but it's also part of the problem. I think that's. And I, and I, but I even say I get on Trevion for kind of, you know, his passes, his turnovers, two of them saved the game versus Michigan state. I mean, like the two kind of swing passes across the court to Eric Hunter for two straight threes. I mean, that, that sealed the game right there. Right. Um, so the reason he does it is because it pays off like that. Um, mm-hmm. but it is like, man, I, you know, it's just like the team doesn't value possessions enough. Um, I mean, that's why like I've been saying that since December, if you look at the, so analytics is all kind of, uh, you know, um, like sometimes I think that it is like, you know, uh, the thought is like, it's a bunch of equations. Really it is. You know why offensive rebounds feature so heavily in analytics is because it gives you an extra possession. You know why turnovers are such so important in the four factors is because it reduces, it cuts down your possessions, right? Like, and then it's three point shooting and free throw shooting. Mm -hmm. Like it's scoring, but really on the other end, it's maximize your possessions. So Purdue, Purdue's a great scoring team. Purdue's defense is playing better than it has been. That's in no small part because Brandon Newman is playing really well, really attentive. He has some lapses, but he's playing really well. Um, Ethan Morton is playing great. Mason Gillis has been a great defender all season, but the turnover, the, the, the care for the ball, the care for every single possession like needs to go up in, you know, in the tournament to go far. And to me, you know, the leadership is, thing is real, but also going into that 2019 season, would we have said, you know, other than his work ethic, which was like out of this world, would we have said like Carson was like the, you know, in your face leader? He seemed yeah, just kind well, of. Well, I, I tell you, I, the, the reason you guys remember this, you're all young enough to remember this. The, the, the thing that I always thought that was the key for him and the reason he would get Painter over the hump was because of his ability to get flammable because I just think that is a formula. Mm-hmm. And that's my whole question about Ivy is he's not flammable right now. He doesn't, he doesn't just catch fire. Purdue will get – because he – the reason is he throws the wet blanket on himself. He puts the <laughs> fire out. This is the thing that's interesting. There are some teams that have been so good and steady that they know when to take that shot. They know when to you know, drive. They know when to turn a game. This team, they turn a game. 
And then they screw it up by trying to be super cute and set the roof off it. And then they go three possessions in a row with turnovers. Those, those three possessions where it's, where it's absolutely just not, it's killer. I would rather just, you know, swing the ball a couple of times or just dump it down and get a quick like post bucket or post attempt. It goes Mm -hmm. in, it doesn't, I trust our two centers. You know what I mean? Like, It's almost like th- those are the kind of things that like I wish they did after some of these highlight players or some of these big runs, you know, produce up 10 to stretch the lead to 15, like just dump it down in the post, like just pretend it's the beginning of the game again and get Zach a couple touches or get because Trey a couple touches. There's nobody right now who to that point, like like that team in 2019, Klein or or obviously Boogie could could catch fire, right? And I, I'm trying to think now. Do they have any other shooters that could do that? I don't think they did. They surrounded like, them with defenders and rebounders. Is really it, right? right? So, I so mean, this team doesn't play great defense, and they don't. Who do they have that could? Sasha's supposed to be that guy well, who Sasha, could get hot. So Sasha takes it off the top, yeah, and hits four or five threes in a game. He's the guy who is supposed to be that guy. He's a senior. That's his game is shooting. I mean, I mean, I guess Newman can do it. I guess Mason Gillis maybe could do it. No, it's not, Sasha. Yeah. Not I mean, it's Sasha, and also this team is a little different because the load is so distributed, right? You don't need a guy like Carson scoring 30 points a game, whereas on that team, what are you going to do? Ask Nogel to score you, uh, 30, <laughs> you know, 15, 20 points a game? Like, it was Carson and Klein that really had to put the points up. Like, Harms was there, but, you know, it was those two that had to put him up. Here, mm-hmm. it's a little more distributed, but yeah, you need you need to count on Sasha for like 12 to 15. That distribution is a good point, but I also think it's in a tournament, you need a guy who kind of like we were saying catches fire and t- and leads you like the whole distribution thing is nice in November and dist- December and look at how many guys scored on this team but in the tournament you just need someone who's going to take you to, to a win I think I, I think Jaden I think Jaden can that that lull that every team ha- has where nobody's doing anything and then they just catch on right because mm-hmm. if you're a real consistent team like let's say Villanova from when the last time they won the national championship they were a pretty evenly scoring team but they had one guy who could catch on fire. I can't remember who, what his name was. Um, Cause I think he was a guy that like went to the NBA and played like four minutes and was sit down to G league. Um, but he was really good at Villanova. I think he, did he hit the game winner? Like Archie, Archie Diak. Oh no. Um, uh, um, oh my gosh. I can hear the call in my head. Right. Um, yes. I know. Who kind you're of a stocky light skin. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, yeah. Darn habit. My brain. Um, but anyway, but it, it, you know, Sometimes, though, it's like if Trey is going to score 12, if Edie's going to score 10, like if, uh, um, you know, you're hoping that uh, Hunter gives you another 10. Chris Jenkins. Thank you, Handel. Um, Smarter man. I can hear I can hear Jenkins for the championship yeah. um, for that lagging three pointer. Oh, that was so good. Um, you're, but that's you're, why you need him. though. That, that's the point. Wait, light bulb dummy. Yeah, um, not you, me. So versus Tennessee. It was Klein, right? Versus Villanova, it was. But that team Boogie. had to. Versus Virginia, it was Boogie, right? You had guys that would make the shot and could make the last second shot. The tournament, the the margin for error is so thin, so you have to have somebody that makes that shot at the end. We know Ivy can do that. We've mm-hmm. seen him do that, right? The question is, Purdue can they get down to that one possession game versus the best teams here? I, to me, I think it's- we take those odds, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Been I love it. So bad this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is like, 
at some at some point, like you, we can there, like I was saying, there there's a dozen things to nitpick about this team. First of all, twenty seven wins. I know we didn't win the Big Ten. I know there was no Big Ten tournament championship, but it's still twenty seven wins. They got to number one. They have a top five pick. It's a really deep team. This is a really good team. That being said, it's like just cut the turnovers down. We can talk about three pointers. We can talk about, you know, the defense. We can talk about, you know, like consistency or not having that, you know, the the 30 point per game score. Just lower the turnovers and all of a sudden Purdue like I don't know how many games there were that Purdue lost or even heck even go to the overtime games or like the game winner kind of in regulation games. How many of those were double digit turnover games? Like it really is Purdue's offense, even with the poor free throw shooting, even with the poor defense, Purdue's offense is good enough that if you just maximize possessions, it's going to happen. And so it is just being precious with the ball. It's realizing this is it. This is the season. And I really, but the problem is it's March. And it's not right. like and that. They you didn't, know, it's they didn't been that all season. when Painter warned them about this either. And so that's partially, it's partially their fault because you have a bunch of guys that are veterans because it wasn't, like we said, it wasn't just the, you know, it wasn't just freshmen or auxiliary players turning the ball over. But that's also, so then I start turning it back on paint and I'm like, dude, you had to do something there too. You should have used the power of the bench or something, right? Find the, bu- the buttons to push to wake these guys up, say, hey, if you're going to play that way, I can't keep going this way. Not like out of anger, but just say, look at what happens when we get in that middle of that 12 point dive every game where they're giving away the huge lead they built. Right. I mean, it, it happened. You didn't stop it either. But it happened with Newman, like in the, as recently as the Big Ten tournament. Well, like, he, he used the bench know, with Newman. I mean, knew, that, the this is, again, this is me like saying, where's the consistency? Like, you can't tell me Isaiah Tom, that Thompson has played better, that much better than Newman. He did People, in the middle of the season. I mean, like sure, in the middle of the season, sure, he had a great IU. Or, uh, he's Iowa never been around. benched for two, three, four games in a row. Yeah, until now. Yeah. I mean, like, and he's still playing, and, minutes. He's still playing minutes. First gets benched because of Newman's problem. Because we don't have a backup point guard. I mean, that's the problem is that we're, yeah, you that's know, why he's, well, Jane's bringing the ball up a lot. I don't right. Know what, yeah, but you need an off guard. You, like, there, know, is, but... there is no other off guard other than, um, you know, uh, other than Isaiah. And the other part of that is when, uh, when when Ivy kind of almost broke his tailbone, um, that was when that was that strange lineup, and it was ri- that strange lineup was in only because Jaden needed like Jaden needed a second, and Jaden didn't even sit down; he was standing next to Painter, right, you right. know, on the sideline, like ready to come in at the next well, that's thing. The thing. It, this is the thing that's so great about Ivy, and I know there there's this weird contention of Purdue fans that not only do they think Purdue's worse with Ivy, they think that. They need to tell me that at Boiled Sports every five to seven minutes. Yeah, I got it. Cool. You don't think Purdue's good with Ivy. Here's the thing that I can give Ivy credit for. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to – we talk about this top ten ranking the whole year. They were preseason ranked top ten because of Ivy, because of the hype built around him, okay? They stayed around the top ten because of Ivy, okay? So the good and the bad – this is this is his team. That's what I. That's the way I look at it, right? And it's been pretty uh, good. It's pretty good. It's yeah, pretty good. Seems but to here's, be but here, here, here's the thing you got to love about him. I, I hear Purdue fans say, "Oh, too much." Uh, what's a hero ball? Is the thing I always hear. I hate that. Um, but here's the thing about Ivy that you have to love. I don't care who you are. Takes responsibility after games. I Every screwed time. up. I screwed up. He says it all the time. He says it more than any star I've ever he seen. He says it. He said it 
on the Ohio State game winner, which he yes. could have totally played off. Right. And he was like, I went the wrong way. I went I had the wrong to way. Him. It was my fault. I didn't hear what he was saying. And then the other thing is his toughness is out of this <sighs> world. I know that's his fault, too, because he chooses not to ever use his feet. <laughs> ever to land. he only lands on his ass on his yes. tailbone or See, his if shoulder you have an ass like mine that's fine but not with him he doesn't have any <laughs> he lands on his anything. arm he lands on his elbows sometimes i'm like oh when he goes holding his wrist that i'm like oh. <laughs> i know it's, just give just give us health it's hell oh, it's amazing so that, to be jennifer young. brings up that number one uh play on yeah sports center I, he had a couple, and i brought this he? up in the quick cast he totally goes into the defense with the ball though like I'm yeah. like, oh, you mean with the on the, the, on the one where he triple team, and then fades off of them, uses them as a falling bumper. down. You mean that one? Yes. Where he, yeah, yeah. That was the one that he fell down on. Yeah, I mean to me, like Carson was the reason why you know, like all of a sudden, like Purdue being just a big man in school is now gone, right? Ivy is now like. Purdue, it, it, Purdue doesn't have athletes. Purdue, there are no athletic wings, anything like that. The next guy is going to come to Purdue because of Jaden Ivey. You know, Jaden Ivey is going to be a, a guy that's kind of on the fence right now for that great class two years from now. That's he's already committed. I think I thought um, the Gibbs Lawhorn, Drake Gibbs. No, Lawhorn. no, no. There's another guy. There's a forward, okay. like a wing. Um, maybe he's a maybe he's a bigger yeah. forward. But uh, darn, I can't remember his name. But he's on the fence. He's got down to Purdue and somebody else. But uh, to me, like it, it, incredible. the reason is because the reason yeah. is because of Jaden's athleticism in Hero Ball, the fact that he's going to be an NBA superstar, you know, or at the very oh, least Golden. one of the promising young NBA players, you know, in a couple of years. That's the I mean, like that's it. Like this is this is how you modernize a program, right? And so, um, yeah, well, I I think that's well, it's yeah. not Miles Colvin. There's a there's another no, one. Yeah, good guess a, though. Handle. Mo- Mo- Motor City Boiler says that uh, Ivy reminds him of how Lewis Jackson used to fall after driving to the basket. And I will say, as I've been to a few games in person, um, the difference is Lewis Jackson wasn't as big of a man. And when All Ivy, respect, Ivy yeah. doesn't fall down gracefully either. Ivy's like like a baby deer, you know, like, it, well, it's like a, I always, it feels like a bookshelf falling over just the way that they're like, like there's so much thumping. Like the way he, he, the way he, like all his limbs kind of hit at different times on the floor, and it just makes this horrible sound. And he's fine. He gets up. He keeps playing. To me, it's like he's, I don't know, he's one of the toughest. The camera well. He's like, he's past the. He's yeah. one of the toughest players. He says he does that in practice all the time. I believe it. And I'm it like, Jake, like why are you taking team. falls like this in practice? Is, it's he practice. doesn't get, he really doesn't understand this. When you're about 30, you feel those falls. Like he's taking that blow now. You feel it when you're 30. You know, by the time he's 30. And then he just mounts. Every time you got hurt back then, then it all, your body remembers like, oh yeah, remember that ankle injury? Remember that back injury? He'll have have about $150 million worth of chairs and cushions by the time he's 30. So he'll be all right. Scrooge McDuck in swim around. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, you know, he's, I, you know, he's so tough and he cares and it's awesome. You know, we can, again, nitpick his game like, for rightful reasons, I, but like that, he is amazing. I think and it's is you fun. don't want it to end anytime soon. No, maybe six more right. games of it would be nice. <laughs> that's that's the sad thing. I mean, like that to me, that's the whole thing is that we're not going to get to see we're not going to get to see his his full his potential best. as a college player. Not even close. Right. If he stayed four years, we wouldn't. That's how much he's still got to. Grow. No, but at least we could say how, this is like kind of like yeah. the whole thing about this era where. 
Newbert uh, complains about the COVID year, and I agree. I think it's something to complain about because you have grown men who've been playing for a hundred years. I mean, Illinois starting a G League team. I mean, that team, if you don't, I don't understand how people don't pick them to go someplace because, gosh, they got some age and they've got good guard play and they've got, they've got size. Purdue Purdue handled them this year. So I don't know. Illinois doesn't frighten me. Matchups. It's matchups. Purdue. They're going to lose to Chattanooga. Oops! Did I say that out loud? Illinois. Illinois is going to lose to Chattanooga. Yeah, Illinois is going to lose to Chattanooga. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's good. that Houston. I think it's going to be that Houston game. It's you know, it's that, that's going to be a fun matchup. The reason I would pick Chattanooga is because yeah, because I don't think they're getting past Houston either way. So yeah, I so think Houston's really pick good. Your upset anyway. Five seed Houston's ridiculous. Um, no, it's like I mean, I think the. Well, first, got to get through Yale, you know, the mighty Yale Yalers. Yeah, somebody, um, somebody said that, what if Purdue loses to Yale? I said, uh, shutter the whole program. Yeah, shutter the program. That's it, yeah. <laughs> that's you okay, walking into Yale's mouth. That's, like, that's, the, that's the worst. But North, North the... Texas was like a lot of people's like trendy upset pick, even kind of before it, they were matched up with Purdue. They were, they were, Yale is like, yeah. they uh, Yale upset there Princeton. There shouldn't be in the tournament. Yeah, Yale upset Princeton to get in right. the tournament, and their biggest player is 6'8". And Zach Eady is way – speaking of like why Purdue was ranked in the top five, Zach Eady, a lot of people got off-season looks at Zach Eady, and they were like, what in the world happened here? Well, think about what they had. You had – Williams was a yeah. preseason All-American anyway, yeah. and then you had Eady and, and yeah. Ivy become who they are over the summer. Yeah, correct. Incredible. Incredible. So it's like, you know, to to like just get it inside and let Jaden take the day off and let, you know, have him have one nice, uh, you know, highlight reel dunk. By the way, Painter won't do that. They'll be up 30 points and he'll have Ivy still in there. I don't understand it. They've been up big in some games or games that are not in doubt anymore. And he's got Ivy in there. He wants him to, he, he doesn't want the team to choke that away, you know? I I would be gosh it would be so great if he didn't play the second half. It'd be, it'd be awesome. so great. It'd be great, but they should like Yale North Texas again last year absolutely you can bring that up. North Texas should have been North Texas was kind of a trendy upset pick like earlier. Are like, you saying Yale, Yale's not? Yale should be at home. And so <laughs> Listen, honestly this is the first time I can remember Purdue coming to the tournament without media talking about them first being a, an upset pick. So right now it's the second right now a lot of people are peeking against them in the second weekend, either against Virginia Tech because they beat Duke in a high profile game or, you know, to Texas. Actually, not too many are picking Texas, um, which is strange and I don't like that. That doesn't make people me feel are picking good. Texas Tech. Because they're yeah. they're they're still pretty good. They still got kind of remnants of beards yeah, program there. They're good. Remnants of beard. <laughs> Sounds like a good band name. Yeah, exactly. Remnants, Remnants of Beard. That's a great band name. Yeah, like <laughs> alternative band name. Oh, Motor City Boiler with the rim shot. I hear Yale plays smart basketball. Get out, sir. You <laughs> off the stage. Exactly. I think that's our cue. <laughs> We'd like to thank uh, uh, Martin Vintage. As usual, we're going to thank them 75 minutes into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Go to martinvintage.com and get 15% off by entering Boiled at checkout. Uh, we would also like to thank our friends at AJ's in uh, West Lafayette. If you're in West Lafayette, go to eat, go to AJ's, go to eataj's.com. And um, our friends who are on hiatus at. Um, <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Mitch Wright says Ivy versus Ivy. Very, very good. Very good. Very good. Well very good. done. Um, 
our, our other friends at Gridiron Metalworks. However, they're not taking orders till March 31st. I think the key thing when you're doing any sort of college um, apparel or paraphernalia is shut down ordering in March. That's, you know, all the experts. It's generally say, the best time. This. It's downtime. It's downtime. It's You're just watching the tournament. You can't expect, <clears throat> you know. Um, John Faker, where's Michael? That's a great question. I encourage everybody to ask Michael on Twitter. Um, I know Handle uh, wishes wishes Michael was here at, too. At the railroad tie at the railroad tie. You need to message him. Ask him where he was. <clears throat> He's very yep. busy tonight. Um, well, quick note: um, the Boyle Sports merchandise is going to be uh, increased this week. There's going to be a beverage uh, holder that is not as fragile. So it only took us a couple of years to realize, hey, maybe we should, since we're shipping these to everybody, maybe we should make them less, more indestructible, less destructible. So less destructible. That's correct. I've often said that copyright that guy right there. More destructible. (laughs) So, so they are, they're going to be a, a, well, you'll see them. I'll put them on the site, but they're going to be a, a metallic. Um, kind of like like a Yeti, only a small one. That'd be perfect for bourbon or for like water. me, a little Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a two in one. I think it's really cool. You can it can hold your drink, and it can also be one of those can coolers. We can put your can in it, not that can. Oh, we we invented it. We hold the copyright, so uh, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We created it in the Boiled Sports Lab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. We branched out. Boiled Sports Product Lab is right next door to the uh, <laughs> analytics desk. That's right. They're in the um, next room over. Those are the so, smartest people in the building. So, hey, the first four games will at least be interesting. We get to see IU maybe have their season ruined, which is also always fun. We get to see Rutgers probably lay the wood to Notre Dame, which is going to, of oh, course, awesome. be fun. Let's do this. Who doesn't oh, love Rutgers, Rutgers in this room? Oh, you can you know, show, yeah, I don't know if you know this. That's Rutgers the State stuff. University of New Jersey. Did you know that? I've, I've heard that. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. birthplace of college football, in fact. Right. right. Scarlet Knights. College football. Well, guys, this has been fun. Uh, really appreciate all the people tuned in live. Uh, appreciate the people that are listening to it taped as well. And uh, we're just, taped. what, four days? <laughs> it's, on, it's on the big reel to reel. You're, you're just, yeah. I mean, don't you have a tape recorder next to it? Right yeah, here? yeah. It's right here. It's right here. Yeah. Goodness gracious. <sighs> I do appreciate it, though, even though these guys are jerks. And uh, thanks for everyone tuning in. Love you guys. Good.